All right. Greetings and welcome to Just My Opinion. I am your host, Ken Lambert. Today is Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. On today's show, I'll have some headlines, and then, of course, I'm going to have my final thoughts of the day. All right, it's time for some... uh Antiva is back, and they're destroying uh, Minnesota for three nights in a row so far. Uh, violence has broke out in the Brooklyn uh, Center, Minnesota, the place where Dante uh, Wright was killed by police. On Sunday, the routine traffic stop went horribly wrong when police pulled over uh, Dante Wright. They found out he had arrest warrants. He resisted, and Officer uh, Kimberly Potter mistakenly pulled her gun instead of her taser and shot Wright. Wright drove off and uh, died of his gunshot wounds, and that has spurred on some unrest in uh, Brooklyn Center. Well, the first night of unrest was mostly locals, according to reporters on the scene. But the last two nights, uh, Antiva has joined and uh, egged on the rioting. Now, Fox News correspondent uh, Mike uh, Tobin uh, told, told Laura Englehem that uh, uh, one of the protesters identified himself as Antiva. And, he, and Tobin feels that uh, uh, he was just letting people know that they're there. And it seems to make little difference uh, that the the, re- the le- release of the footage from uh, Officer Potter's uh, body cam, uh, you could see and hear what went on. You could see that Wright was resisting uh, and being t- as he was being taken into custody, and you could hear Officer Potter tell him that if he doesn't comply, she'll be forced to tase him. Well, apparently, Officer. Uh, the officer's taser and handgun are look similar. So the Brooklyn Center uh, police uh, uh, chief and uh, Officer Potter have uh, resigned so far. But it hasn't quelled the unrest. The unrest has uh, sprung up in other cities, such as uh, D.C. and Portland. And uh, the police have uh, fortified uh, Potter's home. Republican Representative uh, Nancy Mace of uh, South Carolina warned on Tuesday that Biden's infrastructure plan is the, the Green New Deal in sheep's clothing. You know, the congresswoman sa- also said that uh, George Orwell had warned us 72 years ago about this uh, double speak. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. Two plus two equals five. And she said, President Biden and the left are using uh, these tactics in a desperate attempt to sell this disastrous package. She even mentioned uh, the tweet by the New York Senator uh, Gildebrandt that the child care and caregiving are infrastructure. They are not, said the South Carolina congresswoman, and neither is the 85% of this $2 trillion bill. She also called it a socialist wish list. All right, let's look at some of the stuff on this bill. 
$20 million to advance the racial equity and environmental justice. $175 billion to subsidize electric vehicles. $100 billion to build a new, greener public school and lunches. Well, the, the lunches when I was in school were green enough for me, thank you. Uh, $50 billion for uh, National Science Foundation. And $200 billion uh, to shore up the electric grid. Well, if we're all going to switch over to electric cars, they're really going to need to shore up the electric grid. All right, the total spending for uh, the Green Deal, uh, New Deal-style projects uh, could end up being half of this $2 trillion bill. And the congresswoman said that uh, the bill should be redone and the money should go to uh, what infrastructure is meant for, roads and bridges, which she claims is her, her district is in desperate need of. What? Well, that would make too much sense. If Congress starts making sense, what will the American people think? Have you lost your mind, woman? You know, something tells me this bill is going to grow a lot more before they're done. Lord help us. All right, Senators Hawley and uh, Cruz and Lee have introduced legislation to uh, to strip Major League Baseball of its antitrust uh, exemptions for their stance on the new uh, Georgia voting laws. Senator Hawley said uh, also uh, took a swipe at uh, NBC's coverage of the Major League uh, Baseball move when it called it a brave social stance. The three senators uh, said Major League Baseball is playing politics and in... uh, Its reasons are based on misinformation. Last week, Major League Baseball uh, moved this year's All-Star game from Georgia to Colorado after Georgia passed its new voting laws. Opposition to the move is uh, claiming that Colorado's uh, voting laws are more restrictive than Georgia. And Major League Baseball's headquarters is in New York, and uh, their voting laws are some of the most restrictive in the country. President Biden has claimed that Georgia's voting laws are Jim Crow on steroids. Well, Major Major League Baseball knows plenty about steroids, but obviously knows nothing about voting laws. It's rumored that uh, Major League Baseball has taken its stance to avoid the the raft of the cancel culture movement. You know, why can't they just let sports be sports? You know, anytime the world ties the... uh, um, sports into politics. Uh, sports always comes out on the wrong end. So unless these athletes are t- uh, talking about throwing curveballs or running for touchdowns or making uh, three-pointers at the buzzer, uh, they should just shut up. And that's today's And now for my final thoughts of the day. You know, today I thought I'd uh, talk about turning points. You know, the time when something changes direction. Like in a ball game, they call it a momentum changer or when the tide changed. You know, it tends to happen in life as well. Uh, Like when uh, I realized that I was going bald. I was in my 30s. I was at work and I... I bent over to look under something, and this lady said, You're going bald. 
up to that point, I hadn't realized that, uh, how bald I was starting to get. And, uh, it seemed, uh, like, uh, from that point on, my hair seemed to be in a hurry to leave my head. It's almost like those three little words, you're going bald with some kind of hair follicle curse. And my head was, uh, damned to eternal hairlessness. Anyways, uh, I've been able to pick out the turning point of my hair loss, and uh, which is a big deal to me, but I'm sure you're thinking, yeah, I could care less. So let's move on. You know, with the the, the way that everything seems to be going uh, in a new direction these days, uh, you know, I've had some people ask me, you know, when did this all start? Now, some of you uh, might be thinking, oh, it's the pandemic. Well, that may have been the start of this latest part. You know, this whole far-left movement has been in the works for a long time. You know, to find uh, the starting point, uh, the a.k.a. the turning point, you know, let's uh, go all the way back to the end of the 1960s, uh, the beginning of the 1970s, uh, where there seemed to be a shift in morals. You know, now some historians will say it started even earlier than that, which is true, but it was much more subtle then. You know, it was, before the 1960s, it was much more subtle. And at the end of the 60s, there there seemed to be an explosion of immorality and, and or a visible change in uh, the conservative family construct. You know, the Vietnam War was in full progress. The civil rights movement was at the the social forefront. And uh, uh, there seemed to be a turnaway of importance of religion. Now, all three of them played an important role in this shift. You know, the war and the civil rights, you know, uh, you, know saw, you saw some Americans openly thumb their noses at the authority of the government. You know, more people uh, probably in history of this country decided not to, to go to church at all. You know, notice that I didn't say they didn't believe in God. It was more like, you know, hey, God's cool. He understands. You know, meanwhile, divorce, drugs, kids being raised by a single parent, and yes, even pornography all started to become mainstream. Now, if you look at each one of these alone, it's you know, probably not too bad, yes, even pornography. But altogether, it becomes a foundation for of the counterculture. That's when people started to confuse free think with wrong think or perverted think. Now, without going through the whole uh, psychological explanation of it, this along with the change in academia opened the doors to where we are today. You know, downtown uh, Socialismville, uh, when we're looking for a place to live. Wow, Ken, that's a big jump. Okay, let's see if you can follow the trail. You know, you had the the freedom of the the 60s and the 70s. And then you had that it's all about the money in the 80s and 90s. And then you have everybody gets a trophy in the 2000s. You know, and not, not to mention this uh, little uh, thing uh, on 9-11 that, uh, 
2001, uh, and a little thing called the Patriot Act. You know, the only thing keeping any of these three uh, time periods from getting out of control was a well-rooted foundation in patriotism. You know, and that seems to be lacking a little bit today. You know, it's it's not that it's not there. It's just going by a different name. It's called the silent majority. Well, it's time for it to find its voice. But that's just my opinion. What do I know? Until next time, I'm Ken Lambert.